0: Hello, and welcome along to episode 13 of The Nerd Degree. This episode is hosted by Dr. Aaron Harrington, and the show is all about the human body and the wonders and horrors therein. Enjoy!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in the nerds! Welcome everyone to the Nerds Degree Humorous Edition. My name's Erin Harrington, I'm your host, and today we are taking a fantastic voyage through the human body. Um, I am joined with our two teams tonight. On my right we have our team Spleen. Our teams, of course, tonight are being named after the humours because they're so humorous. And, and in fact, um, um, something that, that we're going to play through over the course of this episode is that I'm going to award bonus points to every terrible Body related pun. <laughs> but
2: she's well, in that team. Well, we're playing
1: against Jen. <laughs> okay, well, Okay, no. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to this. Don't, don't,
0: don't worry, Jen, we might get through by the skin <laughs> of our teeth.
2: Hey!
1: Yeah. A
2: good
1: start. I okay, with my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so to my right we have Team Spleen. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Yeah,
3: uh, hi, I'm Century Chan. Uh, I am a scout trooper in the 501st Legion and I have the death sentence in 13 Systems.
4: <laughs> uh, my name is Jeff Clark. I'm a comedic performer and arts marketer.
1: And on my left we have Team Bad Blood. <laughs> What, what? (laughs) Hello, I am
5: Jennifer O'Sullivan. I'm an improviser and a producer.
0: And my name is Brendan Bennett, and I am a playwright and improviser.
1: Fantastic So as I mentioned Bonus points will be awarded Throughout the game For terrible puns However Jeff's team is going to have A handicap
4: (laughs) As opposed to just me
1: (laughs) Team Bad Blood Will get double points For every bad
4: pun I've got a bone to pick With that selection
1: Until I get really sick Of the puns (laughs) Okay, so we're going to start off tonight with a round of nerd... Oh, actually, no, before we continue, I need to introduce you to the person who's going to be keeping scores in the education corner, Mr Ben Allen. Hello, Ben.
6: Hello, (laughs) Erin.
2: Is
1: that Santa?
6: (laughs) No, I am your body's immune system against disease.
1: We're going to be learning a lot throughout this episode. (laughs) So we're starting off with a round of nerd trivia. Question number one. What do elbows, shins, lips, beards, and buttholes all have in common? They all go into sausages. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? No, 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 I I think you get a point for that. Uh,
4: They're all erogenous zones.
1: I I can't speak to beards, but. uh, Well, I can. (laughs) Further along that elbows, shins, lips, beards, buttholes.
0: Uh, someone who gets the is needed. What is it? Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. So I'm really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're, they're a very good version of it What I'm after is actually Something quite simple Is that they all have Bands named after them So we have Elbow The Shins The Flaming Lips The Beards Who are a folk comedy rock act And of course The Butthole Surfers uh, What what body part Would you use in a band name? I'd be the Duodenum Blues Mostly because I don't know What a Duodenum is
4: <laughs> yeah. I might go for The, the skull, skull Monkeys yeah. Although there might actually Be a band called The Skull Monkeys oh, There probably is Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Um Fingernail
1: I think Fingernail yeah, yeah. What just sort of music Would you play Scraping it to
3: the top. Oh Christ <laughs> 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 so, Literally just the sound Of fingernails
1: <laughs> Lovely kind of Post rock um, music. Yeah. Concrete yes. or, or,
4: or The ribs And our first album Would be called For your pleasure oh. <laughs> I
5: feel a bit gross One point <laughs> To Jess. Uh I'd be the earlobes Yeah mm. What is that? I just feel like it's related to the music. Earlobe Lovers, something. Something, something, Earlobes. I just like them being touched. Sorry. (laughs) Wasn't (laughs) that the the band that Lisa Lobe
4: formed?
0: (laughs) Uh, When she collaborated with that that electro-pop group. Yeah. Uh, I think Patella.
1: Patella. And what sort of what sort of music? What would be soft your number rock, one hit soft signal? Patella. What, your number one hit signal. Signal? <laughs> single. Single. Your number one hit single.
0: <laughs> uh, knee slapper.
2: <laughs>
1: Sounds groovy. <laughs> Next question. The trademark of the BBC series Monty Python's Flying Circus was an animated foot. Animated of course by Terry Gilliam. Mm. Who does the foot belong to? God. Um, awesome. No. Is it <laughs> Terry Gilliam's wife at the time? At the time. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Later. Is he still married? Um, oh, is he married? I, 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 I have um, no knowledge of Terry Gilliam's marital status, and mm. that is the incorrect answer. One more. Is it John Cleese's foot? No, it's not John Cleese's. It comes from a piece of fine art. Oh. It is based on Agnolo Brosino's Venus, Cupid, Folly, and Time and it's been a trademark icon for the comedy troupe.
4: Is it the foot of Venus, Cupid, or...? Is it uh, Cupid.
1: Cupid's no, all, all of the above. it. all of the feet. feet. Oh, right. <laughs> all because of them they're distilled they're into one foot. Yeah. 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 No, it, it is, in fact, uh, the foot of Cupid as the trademark of the BBC television series Monty Python's Flying Circus. Mm. Next question. Where can noted astronomer Galileo Galilei be found giving the finger?
5: Oh, oh, is it on the roof of the Sistine? No, it's not it. It's just, there's
0: <laughs> someone, someone put up a statue, like, opposite the Vatican.
5: <laughs> I just thought maybe it was, like, like an Easter egg. It's an Easter egg in, like, a really big picture. There's just, like, someone Where's going... Where's Wally books?
1: Yeah! <laughs> it's just a Where's Wally thing. Uh, um, um, we'll, we'll get to the Vatican in just a moment, but no, any, any, any further? Um, is it a, a,
3: maybe a... Uh, Banksy work or something? <laughs> no, some no, no. Some, no somewhere. street
1: art for Galileo Galilei. His actual finger, in fact um, two of his fingers as removed from his corpse by admirers in the 18th century, um, have gone on display in Florence Museum of History of Science, named after Galileo Galilei. Um, in 1737 admirers of his removed three fingers plus a tooth and a vertebra um, as it was being moved from a storage place to a monumental tomb. I'm not quite sure how they got the vertebra out of the of the body but maybe a bit of jiggling I'm not so quite sure. so
0: we can we can
1: rebuild him we can rebuild them. <laughs> it's a pretty extreme it's pretty extreme i mean
4: i've, I've, I've tried, I, you know it's a pretty extreme length to go to to get someone to someone's digits <laughs> <laughs> very good but this
0: this used to be really popular like people would have like saint's finger bones yeah, there would be like yeah. so so many different parts of St. Paul that you could like reconstruct them like ten times over. Absolutely
5: that's well,
1: right. Well grave robbering yeah. is the highest form of flattery so <laughs> That's
0: what I always <laughs>
2: say. Yeah.
1: What, what I find fascinating about this is that the um, is that the the two fingers and I think one of the teeth went missing. It went uh, missing in the early 20th century. All traces of the relics disappeared. But in 2009 the museum director announced that the thumb and middle finger had turned up at auction and were recognised as being the fingers of the scientist. <laughs> died in 1642, and they're now displayed in slender glass cases. Um, and as you mentioned, the Vatican condemned Galileo for contradicting church, uh, church teaching, which held at the time that the Earth, not the sun, was at the centre of the universe. Um, when did the Vatican uh, rehabilitate the astronomer by acknowledging that he was, in fact, correct? When 19, he acknowledged uh, that he had a problem.
4: In the 1960s.
1: It was only two decades ago, it was um Pope John Paul II. Wow. Said, Yeah, we're in kind of right on that one. <laughs> um the church had erred is the official line there. Which I think could probably be rolled out for a few other things as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so so you'll all know the the game Operation. It's mm. a it's a frustrating battery-operated game of physical skill that tests players' hand-eyed coordination and fine motor skills, of which I have neither. Um, now, this game can be very difficult due to the shapes of the plastic ailments and the fact that the openings are barely larger than the pieces themselves. I will give um, everybody... Not everybody. I'll give each person who can come up with one of the names of the little plastic dongly type things. Oh, water, water on the knee!
2: Yes, one, one, to, <laughs> one, one to
1: water on the knee. Yeah, uh, runny nose. Uh, Charlie Horse Um, Runny Nose is not on Wikipedia's list Wishbone So yes, Wishbone is Is one Funny Bone Uh, Yes, there is in fact a Funny Bone Um, We have a Charlie Horse, yes um, Oh, come on, what else Spare Rib Yes, there is a spare rib Um, uh, Knuckle Bones Uh, No, no Knuckle Bones He has floppy hands
0: (laughs) Penis (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: which you which you grab with tiny little tweezers <laughs> And it buzzes every time you try to move it out of its little... Eardrum <laughs> Eardrum. Uh, Eardrum is not on my list Scapula. <laughs> they're, they're mostly joke names oh,
0: uh, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Broken hearts
1: um, There is in fact a broken Cause, heart Because yes? that
0: was a, the, the little crack in the heart where you would yeah. just wedge the tweezers in, yeah. <laughs> right, you, right you could, if you just wedge them in, you could get it out really easily, that was the easiest yeah, it one. Yeah,
1: and, and it was, and it was only worth $100 in the game, because yeah. each of these have um, dollars But you amounts. sold the body associated with them?
2: Yeah. What kind
1: of operation it was? It you you was a pretty a, good the one. body is
0: like in a bath of
1: ice <laughs> in a hotel right. room. <laughs> 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 some, some of the other ones were uh, a wrenched ankle, butterflies in the stomach. Uh, writer's cramp, which is a pencil in the forearm, uh, the ankle bone connected to the knee bone, and the bread basket. And added in two thousand and four was something to do with the brain.
4: Oh, that—that uh, that was the revised version of <laughs> that was the revised version of writer's cramp, which was just crippling self doubt. Absolutely
1: right. No, that's it was a that's,
4: brainstorm.
1: Uh, it wasn't brainstorm, but it was brain something. The brain freeze. It was brain freeze. Half point each. <laughs> Congratulations! An ice cream cone located in the brain worth six hundred dollars. Oh, and now
0: buff- there's a, now there's a Shrek
4: version. <laughs> and a mini- there's a minion version too
1: coming out. Surely have different sh- body parts. They don't have organs, do they? <laughs> <laughs> They're just like uniform jelly bean goop in the middle aren't they?
5: Something like that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm just concerned about the number of doctors that were raised on this game and then got to a human body and went,
1: wait a minute.
5: <laughs> the
0: this- nose isn't lighting up. Something wrong. <laughs> Awesome at this. It never
1: buzzes at all. <laughs> oh, I'll give um, you a bonus point if you can ding in with the nickname of that, that red nosed dude who you ripped the bits out of oh. Corpsey. Yes. <laughs> Corpsey is incorrect but uh, quite accurate. Well? Yes. No, not Ronald. One more, one uh, more try.
4: Abner Cadaver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the answer was, in fact, Cavity Sam.
4: Oh. Cavity oh. Sam. <laughs> That sounds like a very different
2: game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next question. (laughs) According to popular myth, which long-dead philosopher has had his head used as a football? Plato. Yes, (laughs) Brendan. Aristotle. No, but you could give me a funny reason why.
0: (laughs) Um... Because because he liked to categorise things into different categories And he put all the round things together um, Including his head and a football So he said they're basically the same thing So uh, go at it, chaps
1: That is not the correct answer Um, In fact, probably by long-dead philosopher I mean philosopher from the 1800s uh,
4: Nietzsche Nietzsche, um, because it's God's revenge
1: No, not quite One more try Bertrand Russell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Bertrand Russell. Um, I'm just saying. I'll just say some names. Are you, are you, okay,
1: okay. Keep chucking names at me. Frank. All <laughs> <was>, football <laughs> Was not Frank. It was in fact um, famous utilitarian Jeremy Bentham. Now, Jeremy Bentham, if you would like to go oh, and bend it like Bentham, bend it like. <laughs> 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 If you, in fact, would like to go visit Jeremy Bentham, you can at the um, University College London in the United Kingdom where his uh, preserved skeleton, dressed in his very own clothes and surmounted by a wax head, is sitting at the end of the South Cloisters. He comes in a little box. He gets rolled out at eight in the morning and put to bed at six in the evening. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: This particular relic has been uh, the subject of many uh, legends and anecdotes, including the fact that uh, students apparently used to take his actual... uh, desiccated, kind of mummified head which didn't mummify very well and, and started to Ooh. look a bit goopy and and, and not terribly awesome um, and would boot it around as a football or pinch it as a student prank
4: I suspect that, that, that the reason it looked goopy and not particularly awesome was because they were kicking it around it's kind of a vicious cycle
0: I understand that they were inspired by what their ancestors had done with Galileo who um, <laughs> yeah. used it for knuckle bones <laughs>
1: The, the process that they'd been inspired by was the process used by uh, people such as the New Zealand Maori to um, shrink and desiccate heads and it went horribly, horribly wrong. Um, he's also allegedly, uh, by myth, uh, wheeled out into university council meetings where he is present but does not have a casting vote. <laughs> um, Jeremy Bentham's auto-icon, you can go online to the University College of London um, website and there's a three-dimensional version so you can gym him around and look at him upside down and, and admire his, um, his jaunty hat. So that's the end of the nerd... (laughs) On on that beautiful note, that's the end of the nerd trivia round. I'd like to go over to Ben in the educational corner to let us know how things are going.
6: Did you know, Erin, that there are more red blood cells in your body than there are films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
2: (laughs) Only slightly, surely.
6: (laughs) The scores are nine points all.
2: Ooh,
1: very good. Well this...
4: actually uh, to, to, to link together the red blood cells With Mar- Marvel movies If you cut them you both end up with a dead pool Aww.
6: The scores are now <laughs> <laughs> Minus four points to Jeff's team
1: <laughs> this, this next game is called Video Game Pitch in which each of the teams are going to pitch you, the audience, um, a new video game. <laughs> now, to uh, Team Bad Blood. Uh, Jen and Brendan, uh, because particularly Jen, I know how much you love the fantastic educational Sierra Online games from the 1990s, The Island of and The Castle of Dr. Brain Just the Island, I smashed it so many times <laughs> Just just the Island of yeah. Dr. Brain, I would like you and Brendan to pitch me an educational game based on the pseudo-erotic super hit Fifty Shades of Grey
0: <laughs> Sorry, an educational game?
1: Yeah. Educational um, game. Um, it, it could be point and click, like
2: uh, like
5: <laughs> But it's completely up to you. So what this game is about, it's actually about um, reflexes. It's teaching mm-hmm. you about the body's reflexes, and and <laughs> along with that, consent. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is you go into, you know, you, it's a, it's a point and click game. So you, you you click on it and the door opens, but not until you said, "May I come in?" Mm. And then it opens for you when they say yes. The, this is, one of, this is
0: one of those classic uh, point-and-click adventure games yeah. where you spend the entire time slowly moving your cursor across the screen, just looking for just, the one bit where something yeah, yeah. pops up. In this case, you're just desperately looking for any single uh, pixel of chemistry between the leads. Yeah, yeah.
5: You're hunting for it, you're looking, and if you can find it, there is there is one pixel. There's one pixel, and if you find it, it goes, joke's on you, and you quit the game. <laughs> uh, but yes, when,
0: when, when, because the only way to win is to not play at all. <laughs>
5: But if you were to play the game, what happens is, uh, uh, there is there's a rack, there's, um, there's, uh, there's, there's all sorts of paraphernalia in the room, uh, and when you click on what it does is it, if you try to click on it and, and put it on uh, Anna, Anna, if you try to put it mm. on her before clicking the May I button, it actually tells you to fuck off. <laughs> it's, 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 an, it's a vast improvement over the series. Yeah, the,
0: I mean, the good thing about Fifty Shades of Grey is it works on your old Apple IIEs. You don't need the colour one. <laughs>
1: Good. Um, is, there, is there a secret level? <laughs>
5: yeah, and the secret level, um, he's tied up, and she just leaves. Um, but
0: you can you can down, uh, download the DLC where it reskins it back into Twilight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you very much, Team Bad Blood. Now, Team Bad Blood, I'm I'm going to give you a bonus point if you can tell me Dr. Brain's full name. Oh God. Or even just make up a funny one. Isn't it Amadeus Thaddeus or something? Oh, close enough. It's Dr. Thaddeus' egghead brain. So, (laughs) extra bonus point for that. Now, over to Team Spleen. I'd like you to uh, pitch us all a real-time strategy game based on the delightful children's show, Peppa Pig.
2: Okay.
4: All right, real-time strategy game. Well, obviously, Peppa Pig is a fantastic uh, TV series where Peppa goes out and has a lot of activities and things to do, and Pepper lives in a world of other anthropomorphized animals.
3: Right. And the enemy mm-hmm. is the other, the animal. the the other animal. animals. So
4: you, you classify them by, by stock. so all the pigs, you control an army of pigs, uh, but you also have to fight the goats and the... trying to uh, steal the pig's food. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> they'll eat anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one of special um, things that Pepper
2: would have to pick up so.
4: Well, she just has to pick up basic concepts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the gist
4: of the show, is Chepa learns how to do something really straightforward. And so uh, you're not actually... For, you're, you're just making uh, little forts, and then your brother George tries to screw it up all the time. Um, and Mummy Pig and Daddy Pig are ob- obviously the, the, the sort of overlords that you have there. So it's kind of a, If I could liken it to StarCraft, um, you're the Terrans... Heading out there trying to fight them. Uh, The goats are Protoss, and of course, the rabbits are the Zerg because they breed so quickly. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's it's educational, it teaches you about different animals and um, how they are different from each other and how they wouldn't actually get along in the world of Peppa Pig. Very good.
1: (laughs) Um, Is there an expansion pack? No, there's There's only one one level. Yeah, good to know. Very good. Um, one, one little, one little bit of, of of fantastic trivia that I stumbled across while researching Peppa Pig while I was at university <laughs> was that Brian Blessed has a um, has a recurring role on it. Could yes. you could you tell me who Brian Blessed plays?
4: Oh, he plays. Um... Oh, what animal is it? He's he's like a big he's a big animal. A big animal. Oh, is he Grandpa Pig?
3: <laughs> he
1: might be. I think he's Grandpa Pig. He's Grandpa Rabbit. Rabbits. Yeah. But you it's still a get a point. Yeah. You still get a point for Grampy. Very good, mm, yeah. fantastic. Um, over to uh, Ben in the educational corner.
6: Did you know, Erin, that you have enough skin on the bottom of your foot to make sixteen scrotums? <laughs>
1: Absolutely did not
6: pain. <laughs> the scores are Team Spleen 16, Team Bad Blood 13. Ooh,
1: yeah. Ooh very good. Now, this, this... if
6: anything, I would have thought it would be the other way around.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Oh, wait, wait, wait! I can just get us more points. How big is your Gla- just... <laughs> But
0: it's you know it's it's if you flattened it. it... Oh no, that's stretching it a bit.
2: <laughs>
5: wait! I want to get us some more points. I was really hoping this would be more of a nail biter.
1: Two points. Yes! Divine! Oh. <laughs> very good. It's very good, Jen. Um, this, this next round is called the quotes round, where I read quotes predominantly from movies, and I would like um, each of the teams to ding in if they recognise it, they get a point if they recognise it, and extra points if they can complete the quote. First quote. The book awoke something dark in the woods. It took Linda and then it came to me. Jeff.
4: It's from um, Evil Dead. Two Dead by Dawn
1: uh, It's from Army of Darkness The oh. beginning of the, the recap, the recap. Um, It got into my hand And it went bad So I locked yep. it off At the wrist yep. Very good Point for that Next quote Whatcha doing there boy I'm happy pa Whatcha doing with your feet They're happy too <laughs> It's
4: from Happy Feet oh. <laughs>
1: very good Jeff yes. well done I wish I had
4: children yeah. <laughs> you no, show don't. evil dead too. <laughs> fun, fa- fun fact about uh, Happy Feet is it's directed by George Miller who directed Mad Max Fury Road <gasps>
1: Correct
0: I mean we should have known From that, that penguin Who was playing the <laughs> electric guitar That shoots flames <laughs>
1: out of it. But, he,
4: but he also directed Babe 2 Pig in
1: the City Which
4: was the inspiration For Peppa Pig <laughs> You can fact check yeah, that If you like
5: you're an amazing circle Of just useless knowledge I am yeah.
3: And he's on my team
1: <laughs> Very good Next quote What have you done to him What have you done to his eyes You maniacs <phone rings> Brendan
0: uh, It's from that one, it's uh, from Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby, Baby. It is Rosemary's fact, Baby,
1: Rosemary's Baby. Do you do you know what the response to that line is? What have you done to his eyes, you maniacs? Uh,
0: we've just put some tinted contacts in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just blue blue eyes are cool now.
1: <laughs> As they were in 1968. Uh, the response is he has his father's eyes. Da 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 da. Next quote. A lie keeps growing and growing until it's as plain as the nose on your face. Pinocchio. It is in fact 1940 Pinocchio. Mm. Character the Blue Fairy. Next quote. The knee bone's connected to the something. The something's connected to oh. the red thing. The red oh. <laughs> The red thing's connected I to my wristwatch. <laughs>
2: Uh oh!
1: Is it? oh. oh. The, 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 so, so many people in the audience are dying. I, I, I'd like to throw this one out to the audience. Oh, what my. is it? The
2: it's The Simpsons.
1: Ah. One points to the audience. Um, do you do you know what the do you do you know what the um, title of the episode was?
4: Oh, oh. Is it the one where Bart gives his blood to Mr. Burns.
1: It's called Homer's Triple Bypass. Homer's Triple Bypass from 1992. <laughs> now. 40 points, if someone can complete this quote. Okay. I'll explain this spectacular operation only once.
3: <laughs> yes. Cut it off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'll keep going. We start with cutting the ligamentum patella, the ligaments of the kneecaps, so knee extension is no longer possible. Pulling from B and C the central incisors, lateral incisors, and canines from the upper and lower jaws, the lips from B and C to the alis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> human Centipede.
1: Yeah. The Human Centipede first sequence that is in fact correct, Team Bad Blood. I could read the whole thing. No
2: stop. I,
0: I believe the rest of the but quote is just to. vomiting noises. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that is a really shitty movie. <laughs>
2: You've got
1: terrible you taste that up on the Facebook. What, the whole thing? The whole
2: speech? (laughs)
1: Certainly. The Human Centipede, first sequence from 2009. This next one is both literary and filmic. Mm. Ooh, ooh, so you get double points if you get it. (coughs) Um, I've got the guts to die. What I want to know is, have you got the guts to live? Oh.
2: Oh.
4: Have you got the guts to die? Have you got the guts to live? It's It's an inspirational speech. It's some kind of battle. Um... It's, it's not Aragorn. Not
0: it's
2: not, it's not Aragorn. Oh,
0: oh. It's in Braveheart 2, where he's, he's like, <laughs> he's just like, he's already been drawn and courted. And he's like, look at this. I've got the guts to die. It's not from, um,
5: it's
1: not Frankenstein or something, is it? No, no, it's, it's not Frank- Frankenstein. Um, Tennessee Williams is the area that we're in. Oh,
5: Oh, a cat on a hot tin yes, roof.
1: point to you. is uh, the only Harvey. thing by Tennessee Williams that I know. <laughs> Harvey, big daddy Could... Pollock. Cat on a hot tin roof. Uh,
4: yeah, see, I was about to yell out the glass menagerie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Stop throwing stones. Um, this last quote, There's nothing to fear. Look, no blood, no decay. Just a few stitches. And look, here's the final touch. The brain you stole, Fritz. <laughs> Jeff.
4: Frankenstein.
1: Frankenstein, 1931. <coughs> fantastic, all the way through to let's have one final test, throw the switches. So that is the end of the quotes round, over to Ben in the educational corner.
6: Did you know Aaron, that if you unwound your large intestine to its full length you would die?
1: <laughs> that's, that's, that's extraordinary Ben, how did you find that out?
6: Oh, I have a friend <laughs> The scores are team spleen, 20 points, team bad blood 18 points, Ooh. it's a close one
1: It is very close. Very, very close. This next round is called Fan Fiction, where I give each of the team's two characters from popular culture, literature, film, yada, 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 and they need to come up with a beautiful piece of fan fiction for you. So first, I would like to go over to Team Spleen. I would like you to give me a beautiful piece of fan fiction starring, firstly, Krang, the disembodied brain of a supervillain who yep, is the super baddie in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and the Black Knight from Monty Python yep. and the Holy Grail. <laughs> but you get to choose at what level of um, limmy loppy offiness he is. Um, do, do you want anything else? Do you want a, a place, a genre? You happy with that? Oh,
4: no, that's good. Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm alone. It's so hard to be a brain. People reject me because of my pink, squishy body. I have nobody. Nobody to love.
3: It was a sad time for Crang. No friends. Nothing to do. No job. Was homeless. What could he do? But... Fortune was upon him.
5: I think I'll take a holiday to the English
3: countryside. (laughs) (laughs) He obviously had enough money to go on holiday. (laughs) And went to the countryside. Where, as luck would have it, he found a friend. Stop! None shall pass!
4: (laughs) You better get out of my way.
3: they weren't friends initially. (laughs) However, Oh, it's just a flesh food. After... A furious <coughs> battle. <coughs> the Black Knight. Limbless. <coughs> was obviously... The loser. You know... When you had legs...
4: I couldn't look into your eyes.
3: <laughs> they became... At the same level. They, You know this... This
4: helmet is quite roomy. There's room for two inside.
3: They got to know each other very well inside that confined space.
4: Now we're unstoppable.
3: Yes, somehow. (laughs) And they took on the world.
1: Very good, very good. Um, Over to Team Bad Blood, I would like you to give us a beautiful piece of fan fiction starring uh, the fantastic Imperator Furiosa, the badass redemptive action hero, with only one hand of Mad Max Fury Road. No spoilers, please.
5: (laughs) Just block your ears,
1: bro. (laughs) And um, I'd like you to pair her, in whatever way you like, with the villainous six-fingered man from The Princess Bride. (laughs) The man rode his horse. What is his
5: name? Christi- C-
0: count. 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 Uh, count uh, Humberdink. No, no, there was that. Uh, Rogan. Count
5: Rogan Rugen Rugen rode R- through Rugen. the desert. Dave. Dave. Dave.
0: What? what? Dave. What Dave Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like you know. Rugen?
5: <laughs> Stop! i have started. Okay. <laughs> count. Count Dave rode his, rode his horse through the desert. It had been days. No, weeks. Since he'd seen any side of life.
0: Yes, he was desperately on the run. He knew that the dread pirate Roberts was close on his tail. And so, surrounded by his uh, companions in a convoy, (laughs) galloping through the desert, sand throwing up behind him, Uh, behind him a minstrel on a horse, playing a lyre that spurted fire.
2: (laughs) Suddenly,
5: he saw something off in the distance in a different direction to where he had been going and he turned towards it. As he turned, one of his men came up behind him and said, Where are we going, boss? <laughs> Never mind, he said, and focused on the light in front of him and rode.
0: Yes, because he, he had heard rumours of a beautiful green land on the other side <laughs> of the desert and it was there that he... Had, this is a lot of spoilers. I'm
5: sorry. <laughs> it was there that he knew...
0: That he, he would meet the love of his life.
5: yes. And whoever she was, he would rule with her with an eye and six-fingered fists.
0: Yes, he had killed everyone in his <coughs> life up to this point, And he knew it was time to settle down. Try and escape from the people trying to murder him for him murdering their families. It was very exhausting.
5: As he rode, the light in front of him flashed brighter and brighter. It seemed to be catching the sunlight. As he got closer, he realised it was a single figure... Standing in the desert.
0: Yes. At a distance it appeared to be a raccoon.
5: (laughs) Because of the weird black markings on its head. Yes. But he drew closer and closer and he saw it was a woman with a huge shiny gun and a shiny arm that was catching the light.
0: Yes. She looked straight into his eyes and said, Hello my name is Imperator Furiosa
5: you killed my wives (laughs) prepare to die
0: the truth is he didn't stand a fucking chance
5: (laughs) because she is a massive badass and really cool, and I wish she was my friend. This is fan fiction, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then,
0: and then Brendan and Jen arrived, and they were like, hey, I'm Bebber Furiosa. Now you've killed him, let's all be friends. And she was like, yes.
5: And we all got in the back of her motorcycle, and we rode off, and then the green part of the land was there. Yeah. because this is our story, and when we got there, she was like, hey, guys, I was thinking maybe, like, we can all be best friends and I'll build you a house.
0: Yeah, and then and then um, and then Andre the Giant was there as well. Cause he's pretty cool. He's
5: really cool. And then Harry Potter turned up and told me I was a wizard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, that is all that's all straight Stop. from the movie.
4: Yeah,
1: that's good. <laughs> I, I, I found that really moving, guys, thank you. <laughs> It, it touched me. Just see, just see the movie
4: before the podcast comes
1: out. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Um, that is, unfortunately, the end of the fan fiction round. So <laughs> so over to Ben in the education corner.
6: Did you know, Erin, that at any given moment, your legs are more likely to be wearing pants than the Queen's?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's an amazing fact. Where did you, where did you get it's that It's
6: been statistically tested.
1: Oh, good. Good.
6: The scores are with an amazing fan fiction round. Bad blood surges into the lead on twenty four points over Team Spleen on twenty one points.
4: Ooh. Oh, well, I was angry before, but now I'm furious. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: thank God that wasn't a body punch. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, as we head into the final round, I realised that that I was I was remiss at the beginning of this episode, and I didn't tell you what it is you are playing for. <gasps> oh. so you are playing for something very special. Um... Many of you will have gone through uh, intermediate, late primary, early high school and have um, been awarded science badges. <laughs> and did you know that I found out at about 7 o'clock this evening that they are still on offer and you can still get them? Oh. So tonight... Are these the ones where you like, have to do a bunch of like, arts and crafts and yes, web projects? absolutely. Um, oh, wow. Tonight you are playing for the human biology uh, science badge where you have to do things such as explain what muscle recovery time means and how it works. Uh, describe anorexia nervosa, draw diagrams explaining stages of the menstrual cycle and hormones controlling it, and make a model, uh, a working model of the human eye. Each of which gets a different amount of stars for a total of twenty stars. Um, because because I was I was naughty and forgot to bring this up at the beginning. I thought um, you guys might like to reminisce about some of the science badges you. You achieved? Did, th- you, did you get science badges? My third form science
5: teacher tricked us into getting science badges and <gasps> that she just made all of the homework for the year all of the things for the science badge. And so at the end of the year, some of us got badges and some of us just didn't because they didn't know they were working towards them. Because if you knew you were working for a bird... I know, right? I made, like, a full-scale, like... Scale? A scale model of the human digestive system in which the pancreas was a cinnamon box. (laughs) So, you and, know.
1: Um, and, and so what badges did you did you
5: go for and get? I, it, was the, it was the junior science badge. I don't remember there, the there are There are heaps
1: of them. There's um, everything ranging from astronomy and forensic to home physics, uh, psychology. Because it's New Zealand, wool science, you did can you get a badge. Science? Home yeah. physics? Yep, That's amazing. Yep. Did you get wool She did wool science. <laughs> oh, oh. She did wool science. <laughs> did <laughs> you have to share a sheet? I went to stay with my granny for a weekend and she told me stories. Yeah, yeah. Here are 20 stars worth of stories about uh, uh, Lanoline. Old
4: old ladies are inherently woolly. Is that what you're saying? Uh, but, I never, I never got to do science badges. They must have been yeah, after okay. my time.
1: They, they were certainly around um, early '90s onwards, and are still available if you'd like to look them up. Not in Lincoln. Uh, science, <laughs> sciencebadges.org.nz, I wow. think it is through the Science Award Trust. So, in this final round, you are playing for a human biology science badge. Wow! Because everybody oh loves a badge, and it's I got love a cute. Badges, yeah. I know it's got a cute little picture of like a skeleton dude. Nice. So that's oh, very good. Now, now this this final round. I, it's a new round. I couldn't think up a name for it, so that it has two names. One is The Splice is Right. The other name is I'd Buy That for a Collarbone. So, what we're doing here is, is we're talking about bodies and what bodies are worth. So, for instance, you could think about the fact that, that Lloyds of London will insure celebrities' body parts. Taylor Swift's legs have reportedly been insured on our tour for $40 million. Both Miley Cyrus's and Gene Simmons's tongues were reportedly insured, respectively, for a million dollars. Each Kylie Minogue's butt 5 mil versus Kim Kardashian's 21 mil. What I'm going to ask you, each team, is which should be insured for more? Mm. So, uh, team spleen, yes. which should be insured for more? And perhaps you could give us some figures or, or, sure. or, 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 a, or a respective payout the magic hands of Elsa from Frozen or Hellboy's right hand of doom?
2: Ooh.
4: Well, um,. Obviously, Hellboy's right hand of doom um, is uh, the, the, the mechanism by which the end of the world shall be brought around, b- brought about. So um, that is kind of uh, not worth ensuring because as soon as it goes, there's not going to be anyone around to collect on it. So um, that's, kind of, that's kind of the trump card that gets played with Hellboy's right hand of doom. And then Elsa's
3: hands, well, they're not really good for gripping things because they're always letting it go.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so...
3: But the, uh, the, the beneficial applications of Elsa's
4: hands uh, is, is huge. True. Um, I would say a cool two million.
2: Oh. Um, a million for each hand.
4: That's fair. Yeah. 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 That sounds yeah. Good. good. Yeah, with the, with the applications, it can be, she can be used for industrial uh, freezing, obviously mm-hmm. preserving samples that are being taken places, uh, helping people in transplant surgery, slowing their heart rates. You know, that's a really beneficial Beneficial uh, thing
1: that yeah, should yeah, be for agree with that. It's good. So so Elsa 2 million and Hellboy's um insurance policy, Is null and void. void. Absolutely. Null, null. and yeah. void. Um team bad blood, which should be insured for more? The Joker's toothy smile or the alien xenomorphs pharyngeal jaw and little sticky out second mouth.
2: <laughs>
5: what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the
1: alien's mouth versus the joker's smile. Yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd's okay. of London will reportedly insure anything, so okay. so chances are this has been on the list.
5: Uh, I feel like um, the the aliens aliens mouth is not going to be a strong thing to insure uh, because I feel like there's a lot of it's like it's like um, you know like Subarus Subarus uh, really hard to insure um, <laughs> because boy racers keep wanting to steal them like they're they're a target right. <laughs> this is, true, we inherited a car from my granddad and it was a Subaru, and they were like, well that's a boy racer car, and we were like, granddad? <laughs> <laughs> um, but because of that, so, so this, this alien with its mouth, like any, any of those, uh, people are trying to fuck those up all the time, probably should stop swearing um, uh, so they're, because they're a target like they won't be able to get a very high, it'll be quite expensive to insure, yeah. and, and not it, that, but, but not necessary
0: because yeah. if
5: you think, you know, that, that
0: kind of mouth that pops, the second mouth that pops out of the mm-hmm. mouth, like mm-hmm. If you imagine how painful it is when you bite your own tongue.
5: Oh yeah. Like, yeah
0: imagine if you bit your own other mouth. <laughs> with your yes. with your main mouth. Yeah, yeah. It would be horrendous.
1: Can, can you can okay. you start I putting my my a dollar mouth? figure? Can you put uh, a dollar figure on that? Well,
5: in well, there? well, hang on, hold up. A dollar figure on that one.
0: Um Okay, but but on the other on, on the other but hand on the other hand, the the joke it's quite replaceable. It is because, pro- you know, yeah. like you can you can get always get more parts. You just have mm. to like Chest burst. Yeah,
5: the, um, they're, they're, yeah. There's sufficient donors. I feel like the Joker is kind of a very unique face, you know. Like uh, you get in a lot of trouble if you try to make another face like that. Um, so, and, and also like he has this—he has this incredible power as a symbol, you know. Like if you—if you broke the Joker or. <laughs> Cause that's, if you broke his face and he lost his smile, <laughs>
0: yeah, broke his face, yeah.
5: If you broke his face and lost his smile, then like Batman sort of loses a lot of a lot of a lot of. Uh, he doesn't have that same like. We've got to keep Batman because yeah. we've got the Joker. Yeah. So we they, like Gotham really needs the Joker. Like mm. it needs him. It needs him tied up in a straitjacket yeah. and all that stuff. But it needs the Joker to be that that. I mean, good guys need baddies, basically. Yeah. So, so I feel like the Joker is more valuable in that sense.
0: I'm just, I'm just putting myself into the position of Lloyds of London. The Joker's come to me to ask for insurance on a smile, and I'm saying, listen, Joker, I can't insure this unless you tell me where you got that smile. <laughs> Your story is not adding up. Every time you tell me, it's different. <coughs> I'm sorry, it's just too unreliable. Yeah,
5: it's very fair. It's very fair. Uh, I think I would still... Um, I would say the Joker's smile is, is, is a higher value just for the, the, the corruption that is
0: in Gotham. increasingly less in value um, with recent images released online.
5: <laughs> yeah, that guy. Who do you reckon did that tattoo for him? He's going to sit down in the chair and he goes, I want damaged on my forehead, thank you.
0: What, what else? Um, ha, 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 <laughs> ha, ha. And then just keep going.
5: Yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it was a stick and poke, he might have done it himself.
1: Good, good. So it's, so it's a complicated policy. And it's very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, coming <that's> back it. <laughs> to um, Team Spleen, <coughs> Scarlett Johansson's voice, particularly as um, in the film, yeah. her or Thor's luxurious hair.
3: All <laughs> oh, right. Oh. That's a tricky one. I mean, yeah, obviously, hair yeah, yeah, is you know it, it's luxurious, obviously, um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh,
4: without without. Without Thor's luxurious hair, what is he? He's just another home yeah.
3: and away actor.
2: So um, it has
3: made his career. You couldn't um, see him in a crew cut. You couldn't, you know. No, you know, that wouldn't work is, at all. Yeah, It makes him
6: really, is
4: not it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, w- I, would, I would ensure that um, each individual strand would be worth at least a dollar. Um, so <laughs> that's, you know, 42 million... Dollars <laughs> for his hair but Scarlett Johansson's voice has also made a lot of money for her as well and um but would you rate it higher I, I think not quite oh, well no her voice is definitely higher than Chris <laughs> and, um, yeah, um, it's,
0: can I it's, ask it's,
5: gentlemen what happens when you take a pair of scissors to the hair and to the voice
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whoa!
5: I'm just saying dark it got real dark I apologise <laughs>
4: Well, I mean, I'm sure they, I'm sure they cut some of her lines,
2: <laughs> in, uh,
4: you know, in in post. Uh, yeah, I'd say her her voice is, you know, she's an act- actress. She's she works with her voice as her tool. I mean, if Chris Hemsworth lost his here, he would still at least be a home and away actor. Um, so I, I'd True. say I'd say her, her voice would be more with more. Okay, I so mean, what value would you put on? Well, that? Well, I mean, spoiler warning for those who haven't seen her yet, but um, I believe that at the end she's she's. Um, formed meaningful relationships with a large amount of the world's population. So I would say <laughs> $2 billion at least. Yeah. So it's the outreach that good the voice
3: yeah. brings. Yeah,
4: of course
1: yeah. it is a safe bet because it can be recorded and backed up. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Very good. Um, Team Bad Blood, uh, Tony Stark's magnificent brain or Robert Downey Jr.'s beautiful doe eyes?
0: Beautiful dull eyes. Dough eyes. Dull, dull eyes. Dough eyes. Dough eyes. Dough eyes. Dull <laughs>
1: His beautiful dull eyes. So, Tony
0: Stark's brain... Tony
1: Stark's brain.
5: To be honest, Tony Stark's kind of become a bit of a jerk.
0: It's a double-edged sword. It's a
5: double-edged sword. He's a genius, but he's a dick. (laughs) And
0: Uh, and he's causing as many problems as he's solving. He is.
5: He just gets a little bit too big for his boots and then says weird, gross things in movies that you go, really, did you just say that? Um... uh, yeah, he, and I mean, like, he did create a lot of violence in the world. He's trying to fix it, but he kind of he kind of caused a lot of it already. Whereas Robert Downey Jr.'s eyes, mm. they're just pools of delight for us to all swim in. And I feel like everybody benefits when he smiles at you. Would you care to comment, Brendan?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm realising now that I haven't been paying attention to the right parts of... Um, of the Avengers films.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so is, is this another one that's 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 out for discussion?
0: Uh, no, we're we're coming heavily in favour of um, much like Thor's here, a dollar for each eye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Robert Downey Jr.'s beautiful doe eyes, zero dollars for Tony Stark's jerk brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So so that's that's the end of, of the discussion portion of the splice is right and or I'd buy that for a collarbone. Thank you very much. brings us to the end of this episode of the Nerd Degree Humorous Edition of Fantastic Voyage Through the Human Body. As uh Ben in the education corner starts to tally up the final scores, I'd like each of our nerds to give us a recommendation. We'll start with you, Sen.
3: Um Yes, uh my recommendation is uh now it's forgotten the name of it.
2: Jeff, how do you like Fury? The- <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> just escape me?
3: Um so, King Fury is a um, short film that was crowdfunded. Uh, it's purely 80s, um, topped with 10 types of cheese. It's just, yeah, brilliant. It's got um, like robot arcade machines, Hitler, uh, <laughs> <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Um, yeah, check it out. It's great. You can check it out on YouTube. Before I do my recommendation, I actually had a thought of another possible
4: name for that round, which could be, which is a body pun as well, which is Body of Worth.
2: That's good. Mm,
4: as a potential one. You can cut this out.
1: (laughs) i will duly noted, Jeff. Thank you very much.
4: uh, Since we're in a body-themed episode, I thought I would recommend helping other people's body by becoming a blood donor, which is something I became this year. Um, And before, I wasn't sure sure what type of person I am, but now I know I'm a positive one. (laughs) So, um, yeah, donating blood is really, really easy. It's very, very painless. And um, you get cookies afterwards. And it helps out lots of people, so it's a really good thing to do. So go to your local blood donation place or look them up online and donate some of your precious bodily fluids.
0: Become a blood
5: bag. (laughs) (laughs) When you get to 25 donations, you get presents. I got an umbrella.
2: Aww. It was amazing
5: An umbrella and a certificate
2: Aww. Awesome That was really great Now you
1: just need a badge Now we need a badge Now you yes. just need a badge um, As per usual I would like to recommend The nerd degree Thank you to those of you Who are here today At the live uh, recording You can come along To the recordings First Wednesday of every month At the beautiful Orange Studios In Christchurch You can find us On Facebook On Twitter On iTunes On various other places Floating around In the ether
0: I would like to recommend my favourite board game at the moment. It's called Sheriff of Nottingham. And uh, I, if you've heard my recommendations previously, you know I love board games where you have to trick or lie your, to your friends. And um, this, is, this is one of the best ones for that there is. Uh, so I thoroughly recommend it.
5: Uh, I will round us off by recommending, um, just in general, Tumblr.
2: <laughs> um, because no, I'd like to
5: change my recommendation to Bebo.
2: <laughs>
5: no, no, no. Because we're talking about the body and ah. Uh... I have found that Tumblr is actually a fascinating world of wonderful body-positive messages and uh, a lot of really lovely blogs and and, and kind words and encouragement and general just wonderful new world views. And uh, I think it's a wonderful place. And it has taught me a lot. And also there are really great pictures of cats. (laughs) (laughs) Don't
4: go to Reddit.
1: Yeah, definitely. I said Tumblr. Tumblr? Social activism, man. It's where it's at. Cool. Right, that's all. Fantastic. Now over to you, Ben, in the education corner.
6: Do you know, Erin, how is Babby formed?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: no, do you? Because I actually need to. Actually need to know. We
1: we can we can talk about it I've, after. I've got, ben, you've got, got two kids.
6: Uh,
2: I'm
6: not sure what happened That's why. That's why. I don't. don't. Uh, Alright it's, it's, it's been a very close one It's been a very close one this evening And I can tell you That with a score of 34 points Over the opposition on 31 points The winner is Team Spleen Yay.
1: Team Spleen tonight takes away with them a printout of the pictures of all the science (laughs) (laughs) badges that you can get care of of my nearly broken printer Um, thank you so much for all coming along tonight, thank you for those of you who are listening out in podcast land Uh, we will be back with you next time have a good night